0: Welcome back to Warrior Talk, the official podcast of Little Rock Christian Academy, AKA Warriorville. This is Gary Arnold, your host and your head of school. Well, every week or so, we wanna grab about 10 minutes of your time to talk about topics related to school and community and culture, parenting. We wanna make it local and personal. So since it's that time of life where most of our time is spent on parenting, we'll probably spend a lot of our podcast time on that topic and salt it with other things that would be uh, relevant and germane for you to know. Uh, Here we are at the end of the year, end of 2019, and I was thinking, wouldn't it be good to talk to some moms and dads who have done this before and they could give us some wisdom from their years of experience? So I've asked five different alumni families to speak into this. And I've, then I'm throwing in my my own response to my own questions uh, at the end. But here here's what I wanted to ask our veteran parents who have kind of looked back over their years and and kind of thought about how well it went. I wanted to know if they had a chance to do anything differently, what would it be? And then I wanted to know what their silver bullet was. You know, what the what magic sauce did they have in their family that they would like be proud of today and recommend to others it was kind of their signature move now one final thing i didn't pick these families because they're my favorites or because they're perfect or because uh, they feel they've done everything right i've just watched them over the years and they've had multiple children go through the school and take the golden triangle seriously and i thought they could really speak with some authority about how the journey went Uh, how the battle was won, so to speak. And so I can't wait to hear their responses. Uh, Let me name the families for us. We're going to be listening to Gene Wisenhunt representing he and Kathy. They had two daughters and a son. We're going to listen to Kara Wade representing she and Guy Wade with three boys. And then we'll go to Tommy Vaughn, Tommy and Martha Vaughn with three boys and a daughter. Then we'll go to Dr. John Daniel and Amy, with John speaking on their behalf with three boys and a daughter. Then we'll go to Mike Rainwater, with who had three boys. And we'll close out with yours truly, representing three daughters. Each one of the testimonies will go about two or three minutes. So regard this as a year-end bonus, and it might go just a little bit longer than our typical 10 minutes. So let's start off with Gene Wisenhunt, and I'm going to be asking the questions. Guys, after this many years of parenting and looking back on all the sweet Spots and all the hard spots. What would you do differently? Then, what's the silver bullet for your family? What was the the secret sauce, the magic sauce that made things click for you guys, Gene?
1: As I look back at our parenting days with uh, our children, I think the one thing I would do different is I would fight harder against what I call the performance trap. We taught our kids to always give their best, and that was enough, that they weren't defined by uh, the results and all those things. But still, each grade, each soccer championship, each football game, the ACT, all of those things at times just became too important. And life has enough weight of its own without us adding to that. And I would just lower that expectation somewhat, Not, not expecting the kids to not give their best, but not putting uh, any more pressure on them than is needed. I recently heard someone say that uh, we should prepare the child for the path and not the path for the child. So I want them to handle life on their own and do things themselves, but as a parent, uh, we don't need to add pressure that they don't need at those ages while they're in school. Well, I think the one foundation in our family, and it's really a scripture because uh, my kids would just tell you if you ask them this question, they would probably say Matthew 633 because we had that verse where we seek God first and that everything else will be taken care of as our real foundation. Now, how you applied that looked different uh, each and every day in different stages of their life. But we always taught our kids that uh, examples of what that meant. We taught them to always do what's right every time, every situation, simply do what is right in life. And we taught them to be good stewards of all of life. That was a huge focus of ours, to steward their family, their friends, their finances, opportunities, academics, work, everything they did, that really part of our time on earth is just being good stewards of those things. And when you steward all those things well, life seems to go pretty good. God seems to bless that when we put Him first and we steward what He gives us well.
0: Thanks, Gene. And we're really reaping the benefits of your parenting because your girls have each married a warrior faculty member. And we're just thrilled about that. Well, let's go on, ask Kara Wade our questions. Kara?
2: So if I could go back and do it again, what would I do differently? I would not miss any event that my kids had at school, whether it's a sporting event or just even a little class program party. Even in high school, the pep rallies, I would go back and not miss anything because these years go by so fast and you will miss it. So that I for sure would do that differently i would encourage my kids for sure i would have started younger encouraging them to participate In all the various activities that Little Rock Christian has to offer, I did that better when they were in high school. But I do wish I had started that sooner. Whether it's trying out for the school play, if you have no intention of being the drama major in college, but try out for these things. There's, you know, you if you're not the star for the football team, maybe you can be on the swim team. But there's too many activities that this school has to offer, and I would encourage my kids sooner to start those. And then, lastly, I would thank my teachers more because I don't think I appreciated them enough. Now that that I have students that are in college, I realize how much credit that the teachers deserve for their success. You know, I wish I had that silver bullet. Wouldn't it be? If you find out, I want to know what that silver bullet is. But, you know, I would just encourage parents that for us, I really do think about the Golden Triangle. I think about church home and and the school, and for us, having a strong church, and that was Emmanuel Baptist for us, and then a strong school, I wouldn't, you know, we started as kindergartners, and I hear from the kindergarten club, and I hear from so many other parents, I wish we had started sooner, but those two, and then coupled with home, just be consistent with your kids at home, be prayerful, and then be supportive of them.
0: Thanks, Kara. I miss your boys. I know two Ouachita Tigers and an Arkansas Razorback. Well, let's move on to Tommy Vaughn. Tommy's our current board chair, and at one time, his wife was on the school board. And uh, Tommy, what do you have for
3: us? Well, Gary, I probably would uh, like to have some do-overs, several, but one, I think I would just want to be a little less intense, a little more laid back in areas, uh, and try to give a little more grace to my kids and not expect them to be perfect in everything. Of course, that's the easy uh, area for that is sports, especially for boys. And my daughter, too, is in all kinds of sports. But I think I just want to take a little tone down a little bit on the way I approach that. Well I don't know if we did good but I would say one of the things we thought was important was teaching our kids to have a respectful attitude and be respectful of others especially adults and others in authority Um, and the reason for that is you know if you're not going to respect human authority it's going to open you up to have a problem with respecting God's authority. So we thought that was important and we tried to keep that as a top wrong rule in our home
0: well Tommy I love your humility and I think one thing a common theme here is that even when our kids turn out just terrific we still would like a do-over it's well maybe we have that chance with our grandparenting years and speaking of humility here's John Daniel
4: well sure there's a, there's a myriad of things that I'd do differently um, I think we tend to focus more on what we could have done better but um, one of the things I've that's come to mind a fair amount is I I wish I would have been more strategic about the individual time with the kids. Um, You know, when you have three or four kids or or even more, it's hard to have the individual time unless you're really strategic. We did a lot of things as a family, lots of weekends at the lake that were great and great for building bonding and Um, and just family time and, you know, games like everybody plays, hide-and-seek, inside-and-out, soccer, inside-and-out, just crazy stuff. But the kids crave individual time, and they need it. And it would have helped me uh, develop more of an understanding and appreciation for their uniqueness as individuals, and it would have helped me in developing those – characteristics and skills that i i see coming out in them more as young adults uh, i wish i would have recognized that earlier and and kind of helped them develop that um like a lot of families you know we we do so much with youth sports these days and they're great there's a lot of great things to them but um i think there's there's other things that we could have done to to help develop the more rounded. Um, well-rounded individual um so anyway that i look back on that and um that's that's one thing i i think we could have done better is just really been strategic about doing uh individual things as well as the family things gosh I, <laughs> again it, it's it's easy to think about you know things where you messed up um but i you know I. I don't know if there's anything in particular, Gary, that stands out, other than uh, just trying to underscore the significance of, of seeking God first, and and trying to help the kids um, in developing that as their own. Um, so I, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's I don't really have a great answer for that. Um, I married well, and my wife is a lot more intuitive, uh, and and she's great at at figuring out things that, that the kids need. Some of the positives of what we did as far as weekends at the lake, um, when we first started going, we didn't have any television. We didn't have anything other than, you know, we didn't have cell phones for the kids, and we just made them spend time together I don't know if made them is the right word but uh, sometimes I'm sure they felt forced Um, just a lot of bonding in that way Um, and that was those were special times well um, just trying to be uh, sometimes on the level of the kids you know um, we would we had a, a game room where We'd play indoor soccer. We had a miniature soccer ball and do crazy things. We were telling a story last night when we got together for Christmas and how I broke my toe trying to kick the ball around a chair, and the kids thought that was hilarious. And Amy was laughing at me, and no one gave me any sympathy. Um, so just doing fun things like fun things like that. We played, uh, you know, hide and seek indoors. We were talking about when Cole fell down the laundry chute and fell out onto the floor and. Uh, So those were some of the things that we did that were a little bit off the wall, but I'm sure everybody has things like that. Um, But those are good memories.
0: John, you always make me laugh. And when I do visit your home, I really witness all the fun that those years of bonding and those years of just innocent play have produced. Thanks, John. Now, Mike, help us us weather the storm.
5: Well, regarding what we might do less. Uh, I was thinking about it in anticipation of this and I thought we would probably respond more and react less. And by that I mean, you know, parenting can be very exasperating and uh, we all know we've been there and done that. And we look back and think, well, maybe I shouldn't have been uh, quite as legalistic or quite as uh, um, emotional or however you want to say it. But as I thought about it, uh, it just kind of made sense to me that you could capsulize that in this, in this uh, phrase, respond more and react less. And really what I mean by that is, uh, you know, we, we emotionally react. And a lot of this has to do with timing and the style of how we speak to our children. And if we could be, um, you know, if we, can, if we had a do-over, then uh, I would want to be more intentional, not in the sense of being more serious, um, but really in the sense of just putting a little gap between stimulus and response so that we could um, rationally or reasonably respond, perhaps, a little bit more and emotionally react a little bit less. You know, for us, parenting was a lot of fun, and I don't know if there's any magic sauce, but I did talk to Kathy about this, and a phrase that we've used over and over and over and over again, and it's kind of become, I think, a trademark for how we parent. And that is the phrase is, we'll do our part if you do your part. And this kind of arose from the um, need to encourage our children to uh, make right choices, not just for the immediate, but for the long course. And so we intentionally tried to set up scenarios where we would challenge our children, and we'd kind of always conclude that with, uh, you know, if you do your part, we'll do our part. And I really like that idea of parenting. I I really like looking at it as a joint venture. And I don't see it as just, uh, you know, 18 years uh, and done. I see it as a lifetime adventure. And in fact, when my children, when our three sons turned 18, we, of course, had conversations with them, and we talked about the the difference between being 18 and being 17. And there's a, there's a profound difference. The law recognizes that a child who turns 18 is now legally an adult. They can make adult decisions. They don't have to obey us anymore. So really in anticipation of that, but not just for that reason it just kind of turned out that way but this phrase we'll do our part if you do your part became sort of the partnership agreement you might say with our children we still have that same attitude in place you know, we're not going to quit parenting just because our children are uh, fully grown and have children of their own um, we're still their parents and we still want to do our part and I can say they have certainly done their part and so it really gives satisfaction uh, to us to look back and say you know this joint venture um, its um, it's been an adventure and it's been fun and it's worked and we're just so thankful that our sons chose to make right choices fundamentally. You know we all want to raise the next generation of successful families and um, I, I think a way to do that is to look at it as a joint venture from the beginning and all the way through.
0: Well, Mike, um, your your boys have really turned into men, and I thank you for them. Well, I need to take my own medicine here. So when I'm asked what I would do over as a parent, I think two things. One, uh, for my daughter, it would be I, I used to try to make work play. And I think what I would do again would be to make play play because i would say hey you want to go drag race while we mow the lawn or hey you want to go to the office and you can play assistant while i get some work done at the school and you know she would want to do that and we would make it fun but it was still me getting work done while and making play of it and we never really just stopped and said hey let's just play then with my uh, stepdaughters, I think I would want to empathize a little bit more on how it felt to be a stepdaughter and how to deal. it felt to deal with a stepdad, me. Instead, I just wanted everything to be like natural and, and, and I didn't really stop to think about how they might be feeling and how it wasn't that natural and it took some effort on their part. And it took effort on my part, but I tried to pretend that everything was just fine all the time, and I would want to do that differently. So then, um, looking back, if I had to say what the silver bullet for parenting for me was, uh, I think it would be consistency. I was super consistent, and I'm just not saying that about myself. I guess others had to tell me I was being consistent, and then I would agree and the beauty of that is now when I look at my daughter and here she is 30 raising two children and I just see her as the most consistent parent I've ever met. Uh, she doesn't miss a beat. It's always the same constant that you can just depend on her to respond to situations in a certain way. And her kids uh, expect that or have come to realize that it's going to be consistent in their house and i guess she got that from me and i think it works it gave my daughter a sense of uh of of peace and and trust and i see it being passed on so that's something i'm most proud of well that about wraps it up for this week's warrior talk as we said it's kind of a double edition with the holidays and with the end of the year and next time we're together i think we will probably get to that book called the coddling of the american mind it really has been out for about a year but it's really starting to regain some traction in converse, in circles of conversation so come back and join us and thanks for your extra long attention this week till then god's peace and go warriors